Are you conscious of your addiction? Refuse to be defined by it. Not satisfied with living your life on the surface. Are you drawn to deeper meaning and purpose? And believe that it's possible to grow through your addiction to experience true freedom? Well, welcome home. Share the journey from addiction to freedom with your host, Michael Gregory. Hello again, another episode of Addiction to Freedom. So you might wondering, might be wondering what I'm doing here in my car. Why not? Why not be in my car? What's the difference? I'm actually waiting for my sister. She's just, just waiting for her to arrive. So I thought I'd make best use of the time. I was just here sitting about, thinking about the next episode. And I thought, well, heck, why don't I just do it? So what I want to talk about, I've got some notes here, which I'll kind of refer to, is I've really been mulling over a definition of addiction. So, and this is just something I'd like to explore. It's a work in progress. I'd actually really love to know what you think. But what I'd like to explore is the idea that addiction is where the body-mind controls our experience to avoid pain and have pleasure by overriding free will. And particularly where that experience is detrimental to our well-being. So let me, I'll say it again, that addiction is where the body-mind controls our experience to avoid pain and have pleasure by overriding free will where the experience is detrimental to our well-being, our overall well-being. So, well, I'll give you an example of something that I think fits that definition and something that doesn't because I think I think this is quite a normal ordinary situation where you know our our body mind controls our experience to avoid pain for example if I hold my breath then at a certain point there's going to be a scent an unpleasant sensation and then my free will to keep holding my breath is going to get overridden but this is a good thing this is this is helpful to my overall well-being because I need to breathe. So that's not really an addiction. I'm not calling that an addiction. Let, let's say smoking. So the, so the body-mind controls my experience. I have a, a craving and, and then I get agitated, have some fight or flight and I can't. And so, and then my free will gets overridden and I have that, that cigarette, either, you know, it might be because I think it's going to give me pleasure or at least it's going to avoid the pain of the fight or flight. And that experience is detrimental to me in the, in the long run because it's going to poison me, hurt me. So that, that's where that fits into an addiction. But let's unpack this a little bit. So why am I talking about the body-mind? Why use that word? Because I'm really trying to point to a bit of a fixation of us. We have this fixation on, on, on what I believe perceive is only part of us. So what do I mean by that? So uh, what I'm saying is that the body-mind is not all of us. It's not all of what we are. But in addiction, it becomes, we become fixated on, on, on the body-mind. 
and for the body mind to have certain experiences. So if you look at, if you remember some of my previous episodes, you know, I ex- describe how what we are is, is, is not our thoughts. Well, it is our thoughts in a sense, but, but we are more than our thoughts in a sense. We're more akin to our awareness. If we really experience what our awareness, our awareness is, we experience that the, it, it, I am present as awareness, even though thoughts may not be present. Okay. And if, and we know that if parts of my body were chopped off, if my hair or my nails are chopped off, that's just symbolic of, or metaphoric of if my arm wasn't here, my leg, would I be diminished? Would I be lesser? Well, the body mind would be, but not me, who actually would still be fully here as awareness. So that's why I'm focusing on body mind. Because addiction seems to only fixate on this smaller aspect of what we are, right? And why, why do I say body mind? And okay, well, it's because. So, so what is that? Well, body. We know about the body through sensations. Basically, it's all sensations. Whether it be subtle, whether it be emotional, emotions are sensations, and pain or pleasure registers as sensation. Even the feeling of you know hardness of touching my body. That's actually a sensation. A f- hard is, is a word that describes a feeling, a sensation. Okay? So that's body part. And the mind part is thoughts, imagination, memory, which is a particular type of imagination, and having a mental blank. Well, we can, we can include the de- de- desire and emotion. But in a sense, desire and emotion are kind of a combination of thoughts and imagination so and memory and i did talk previously about beliefs which are a particular combination of thoughts where we identify with that belief as part of ourselves but essentially the mind part let's talk about it as the conceptual faculty where thoughts come from and the imagination i mean that's largely what i'm talking about i'm not trying to say that's all there is and we're not separating body and mind because they're all functions together. And emotion, emotion is a classic example of that, where you get sensations in the body, let's say feelings in the chest of anxiety or, or, or love, happiness, feelings. But it also comes with thoughts and imagination. Like, let's say you have anxiety. Well, that's essentially a fear about some painful thing occurring in the future. And there's a sensation in the body. So fear, thought, imagination sensation it's all combined okay the mind and body i just why i say body mind because it's all together so coming back to the definition addiction is where the body mind controls our experience so what do i mean by controlling our experience well it essentially motivates us so much to take to have a particular experience that it overrides our free will not to well to do anything else so how does it override and has a control has it override free will and has a control our experience? Well, it's a kind of a, a bit of a, a, it's a kind of a cycle that goes on. So the body mind has an experience. Let's say I feel stressed. That's the experience. And there's fear that this stress will continue to occur and I'll have more and more pain 
from the stress if something doesn't happen. So fight or flight kicks in. Fight or flight is a subconscious reaction that kicks in to try and protect us from more pain. And then, so either to, so basically tries to get rid of any possible pain. And if part of getting rid of that, then there can be desire, which turns into a craving, a craving for some kind of ex experience that's going to take away the stress and that we might, that for us, it might be alcohol, it could be cigarettes, it could be, in terms of an addiction, it could could be, let's just say it's one of those things and then the craving's there, we fixate on it, we can't get, you know, it doesn't go away, the, the es fight or flight escalates, which is kind of an anxiety feeling, a stress feeling, it's worse and worse and worse until our, our free will is overridden and we then have that cigarette or alcohol and the body mind experiences a relief from the anxiety, from the fight or flight. And so that cycle is complete. And that can continue over and over again. So that, and that's an example of an addiction in the sense that, you know, the, the cigarette or the alcohol or whatever may, you know, if, if used long enough, will become detrimental to, the, to our well-being. On the other hand, something that's not an addiction might be where you, you have a feeling of stress. There's kind of a fear that if you don't do something about it, it's going to get worse. But then let's say that you, I don't know, go and talk to someone about your, your stress or you have a massage or a bath and you relax. And it really the fight or flight does get a chance to build up. You're managing it. And you know, there might be a craving to talk to someone or or have a bath, let's say, and you and you do that, and then the I just noticed my battery's about to run flat, so we'll make it quick. Yeah, so then then the stress diminishes. So that's not detrimental. That's not really an addiction. We're 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 using our free will in that sense. Our free will is not overridden. So that's why I'm, how, the mechanism I think that where the body-mind controls, because it's the body and the mind, which, you know, fight or flight is a fear. Fear is it's motivated by fear. It is a subconscious reaction, but it's using the imagination to project forward that if we don't do it, take some action, some fight, some flight or desire that things are going to get worse. So it's actually using the imagination to project forward pain in the future. So it's using the mind. So it's a kind of an example of where the body-mind is controlling our experience and overriding free will to try and solve that problem, to avoid that pain, to get that pleasure. All right. Now, why is all this happening? Well, on the level of the body-mind, it's quite an understandable mechanism. It, as I said, it, it's the same kind of mechanism that, that kicks into place when I try to hold my breath. There's nothing wrong with this, this mechanism. It serves us on the level of the body-mind. But then it gets out of control when we really are looking for, you know, for real happiness, for, for real genuine happiness, which is, you know, we could say an absence of pain or pleasure, but it becomes, in a sense, that becomes less important if we then move to the next level. Because this, this, this body-mind solution is just going to go round and round forever. We're going to be trapped in that for the rest of our lives, all day, every day. But 
So how do we get out of this cycle of addiction, this cycle of the body-mind trying to control things and give us a, a solution that's very, very temporary? How do we get out of that? Well, I think the answer is to really experience more of what we really, really are. As I've explained in some of my previous episodes, you know, if all we are is our body-mind, well, then we're trapped in this. But actually, if we start to experience more of what we are, as in more akin to our awareness, then what happens is experiencing our, our own awareness can only really start to occur when thoughts settle down or strong, strong sensations settle down. So sensations that come from perhaps anger, fear, anxiety, resentment, things like that. So when all this, when this settles down and thoughts and imagination start to settle down, what happens is what we are starts to become more present to us. And we realize that it's, it's more than our body, it's more than our thoughts, it's more than our sensations. And it's more akin to our awareness. And, our, and that experience inherently is a peaceful experience. And peace itself is a really deep pleasure. It also is an experience of love. And I'm not talking about lust love. I'm talking about there is just an all-pervading sense of love. And, and that has a joy in it, with it. It's inseparable. The experience of our awareness is inseparable from peace and love and joy. And this is very, this is, there is no danger here. There is no pain here. And even physical sensations of pain in the body, when experienced within the context of, of our, what we really are, changes from it being an excruciating thing to get rid of to actually a, a sensation that's where the pain element seems to be diminished. It's a strong sensation. And this experience of what we, what we are really is, becomes, can become more constant, whereas the other solution of the body-mind is just a transient, never-ending cycle. The experience of what we are is always the background and presence for everything. So it's a much better solution. So the solution really is, in a sense, experiencing the truth of what we are. That's the way I'm viewing it. That's the solution to addiction. It's the solution to happiness. Because we already are what we're seeking. So we're already so the body mind's a solution. It's appropriate on the level of like automatic breathe, you know, to, to keep us breathing, to make us give us the effort, you know, the motivation to get out and go foraging for food or get doing what we have to do to go and do work. But it's not a very good solution beyond that. It's just a never-ending cycle of fear and anxiety and, and, and temporary sensation or relief from, from painful sensations. So I really encourage you to allow thoughts to settle down. Allow sensations just to be what they are, really. And they do settle. Uh, really not try to change anything, really not give anything any effort, just to be as we are and allow that awareness to, to grow 
which is really just becoming kind of noticing what there is and what we are and more and more that peace love joy it becomes present in more and more of our experiencing and so more and more we stop creating this transient cycle of pleasure and pain suffering so that's really kind of what i wanted to unpack a little and again it's just a work in progress i mean i'd love to know what you think if anyone wants to share that'd be awesome but wishing you wishing you all of that okay till the next episode bye for now mm-hmm.